Hello and welcome to the Proximo Energy and Infrastructure Podcast. This is your host, Thomas Hopkins, delivering this week's debrief to you from London. I would like to start off today's episode with a reminder about our upcoming event, Proximo Latin America 2021 Energy and Infrastructure Finance Virtual Event, which is taking place from the 24th to the 25th of March. This multi-day virtual event itself will gather Latin America's most prolific energy and infrastructure developers alongside key project sponsor agencies, infrastructure funds, commercial lenders and project service providers. Each day covers a new industry theme with a fresh set of expert speakers spanning development and finance to present attendees with the correct expertise and connections to deliver genuinely productive insights from across this exciting region. Make sure you sign up via our website at proximoinfra.com. This is an event you do not want to miss. Moving on to some of the content delivered by Proximo's editorial team this week, I would highly recommend reading editor Sean Keating's piece, Proximo Weekly, Size Matters, in which he examines the UK's new UK Infrastructure Bank. First announced in Prime Minister Boris Johnson's National Infrastructure Strategy, and now confirmed in Chancellor Rishi Sunak's budget, the new bank will have a financial capacity of £22 billion. Keating asks if the bank will be able to help attract the private sector capital needed to achieve the UK's infrastructure goals. The article is free to view on the Proximo site. Finally, let's give you a roundup of the best news stories brought in by Proximo's journalists over the last week. EDF Renewables, Enbridge and WPD have reached financial close on a €2 billion Euro financing for the 450-megawatt Corsol-Sumer CSM offshore wind farm, according to a source with knowledge of the deal. The deal is now in syndication and the €2 billion Euro debt package carries a tenor of around 21 years door-to-door. In that the project has a construction period of around three years and a 20-year PPA granted by the French government, there is likely to be a positive tail on the project debt of around two years. CSM is the final project in a portfolio that includes the Saint-Nazaire and Fécamp offshore wind projects, both of which have already reached financial close. BNP Paribas is repeating its financial advisor role, as is Clifford Chance as borrower counsel. The deal's structure is said to closely resemble that of the two prior financings, and while the lenders on CSM have not yet been confirmed, there is a high probability that many of the same banks on the first two deals will take a ticket. While the COVID-19 pandemic presented some challenges for the FACOMP financing last year, the impact of the pandemic on the CSM financing has been less pronounced. The initial coronavirus outbreak took place in the middle of the FACOMP financing, whereas lenders were able to take COVID-19 into consideration from the start of the CSM financing process. More details have emerged on the recent debt financing backing SNT's Satria-1 satellite project in Indonesia. The project, which is expected to be operational in 2023, will provide internet access for 3,700 healthcare facilities, 93,000 schools, 47,900 village offices, as well as 4,500 additional public service points. The total project cost is $544 million, split between $113 million of equity and $431 million of debt. AIIB is providing $150 million of the 12-year facility, HSBC and Santander $75 million each with cover from BPI France, and KDB $131 million split between a $26 million uncovered portion and a $105 million tranche also covered by BPI France. The margin on the covered debt is sub-200 basis points. White and Case is legal advisor to the lenders and Millbank is counsel to the sponsors. 
The debt package backing a $107 million renewable energy project in the Maldives is progressing. The project involves four components, including the procurement of IPPs to develop 36 megawatts of installed capacity in solar PV and 50 megawatt hours of energy storage solutions on five islands. AIIB approved its 24-year, $20 million fixed-spread sovereign loan to the Ministry of Finance last month. The World Bank Group's International Development Association IDA, and Clean Technology Fund CTF, are also project financiers. The Government of Canada dropped out as project financier, having been part of the proposed financing last year. At that time, the project financing was about 25% smaller at roughly $86 million. DFIs are structuring the financing to de-risk the project as much as possible to crowd in $45 million from the solar IPPs. The $4 million CTF grant will provide liquidity coverage by funding escrow accounts to backstop ongoing payments by the two major state-owned utilities, Stelco and Fanaka, under fixed-term PPAs to cover a predetermined number of months of payments. A $40 million MEGA guarantee will also be included as part of the IPP bidding package. Q-String, initial sponsor to the CopperString 2 high-voltage transmission network project in Queensland, is said to be sounding out commercial bank appetite for a loan to complement the NAIF facility that is expected to make up the majority of the project's debt. The transmission line will connect Mount Isa and the Northwest Minerals Province to the national electricity grid. The project is expected to reduce wholesale electricity prices for the mining and minerals processing sector across northwest Queensland by around 40%. A final investment decision is expected this year, but in principle equity requirements for the scheme have been met. The final equity lineup is expected to be DIF, Korea Zinc, Powerlink, and CopperStrings founders, QString. Development stage funding for the 1.7 billion Australian dollar project has been provided by the Queensland Government, $14.8 million, the Australian Government, $11 million, DIF, $5 million, and Korea Zinc, $17 million. And I'm afraid that's all we have time for today. Be sure to tune in again next week for more of your latest project finance, energy and infrastructure news.